Hey guys, so I have a quick question for you. Have you heard of Anchor? It's a free app that makes it super easy to start your own podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so they can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to So You Think You're Iconic. Another episode. Here we are. Yes, here we are. This week we will be discussing Message from the King in Tribute of Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, man. Yes, he um, passed away August 28th from colon cancer. So this episode will be in remembrance of him. So before we start talking about the movie, how was your week? It was, it was long. It was long. It was very long. I, I didn't, like, I didn't do a lot, but I feel like there was a lot packed into like a couple days. I oh, was I like, did. wow, this, this sucks. I did a lot. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I started a new job next week. Oh, well, congrats. Thank you. And so I had to run around getting fingerprints done. I had to go to the doctor to get a physical. Oh, wow. Uh Uh-huh. I had to get tested for tuberculosis. So if I don't hear back from the hospital by tomorrow, then I don't have tuberculosis. Yay. Hopefully I'm not a walking typhoid Mary. Oof. That would suck. Good thing I washed my hands. And I don't cook for people. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, and I also, I told you this already, but I saw the girl who looked, I saw a girl who looks like Dora the Explorer. Yeah. She was walking around with her little Dora haircut and a little light <laughs> purple shirt. She looked so cute. It was amazing. If it, <laughs> if it wouldn't have been creepy, I would have took a picture. <laughs> ah, okay, so are you ready to talk about this movie? Let's get into it. Okay, I'm going to give a trigger warning <laughs> before we um, start. Yes. This, this movie has murder and sexual abuse. Yes. So if that is something you do not like, you might want to wait until next week. Yeah. Uh, or go back to last week's episode. Listen to Bring It On. Yep, listen to Bring It On or listen to the first episode about the yeah. last airbender. Yeah, we had some fun times those two weeks. Yes, we did. We may not have as many this week. Yes. So this movie is about a mysterious outside traveler who comes to L.A. looking for the people responsible for his little sister's disappearance. Yes. So the movie starts off with Jacob, played by Chadwick Boseman. He arrives in Los Angeles and is being interrogated by immigration. Because he comes, he tells them he's a taxi driver. He only comes with $600 and he's supposedly supposed to be staying for a week. And so I think they were right to stop him. Yeah. Because you can't survive in LA with. You can't survive in LA with $600. For a whole week. No. mm -mm. I use. Every September, oh, this is going to hurt me deep, um, I go to Disneyland 
Aww. for a weekend. And um, that entire weekend, I could spend upwards to $1,000. Yeah. So that's a week, that's like three days. I don't know how in the world someone could survive an entire week. With just 600 With just $600. It seems pretty impossible. Yeah, even if you stay in the most seedy hotel you can find, or excuse me, motel you can find, I don't think. Which he did, which he takes did. us to our next point. He walks from LAX to a motel that charged like $60 a night. Yeah. Which I think even in the roughest of neighborhoods in LA, you couldn't find a motel for $60 a night. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it'd be closer to at least 100 and over. At, at, I'd say at least 80 Yeah. To be generous. And that's with the very bare minimum. Very bare minimum. Like, probably the water coming out of the sinks is probably brown. Yes. And I wouldn't recommend sleeping on any surface. Mm-mm. There are definitely bed bugs. Yes. And, and probably some diseases in there you don't want mm-hmm. to get Absolutely. And so Jacob then starts looking for his sister, Bianca. And when he arrives, he uh, runs into his neighbor, Trish, into her neighbor, Trish, and finds out that she hasn't been seen in a while and that she is no longer with her husband, Alex. And she has a kid. And she has a kid. Well, it's Alex's kid. Alex's kid. But it's like her adoptive son. Yeah. Which he had no clue. Jacob had no clue she had. He didn't even know that she wasn't with her husband anymore. Yes. And so Trish gives Jacob some of Bianca's things that she left and directs him to her old landlord. And this woman was evil. This woman was so mean. She was. Also, she was so wrinkly. She was. I'm going to some moisturizer and a stand. Wear your sunscreen. Yes. Take care of your skin. Yes. And then this um, landlord gives... Jacob, the name of one of Alex's friends named Zico, who helped Bianca move out. And so um, Jacob goes to find Zico at the place where the landlord told, and everyone there is all like, we don't know a Zico. When there's obviously a Zico right there in the group. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, the landlady's like, you need to find somebody with black slicked back hair and like right. the camera immediately like pants to pants a guy to with, with slicked back, back hair, hair. And, we're like, That's and, he's, Zico. and that guy looks him straight in the face is like we don't know any Zico's but honestly same if someone came up to me it was like I'm looking for Jordan I'm like I don't know a Jordan yeah it's like who I've never heard of him in my life I did that at um at Santa Cruz once oh really um, a random guy came up to me. He was like, do I know you? I gave him a fake name. I gave him a fake life story. I was like, nope, you do not know me. I grew I, up in, in, in Missouri, a uh, <laughs> very small town. Yeah, you're, and you're not even going to get an inkling of my real life. So exactly. goodbye. <laughs> and so he's later looking for Bianca's things, and he spots one of the men in the photo that he saw at the, um, what was it, a car wash? It was a car wash. At the car wash, and he's yeah. like, oh, that guy literally stood in my face and lied to me. Yeah. The man who said he was not Zico is actually Zico. Yes, and then, he also, yeah, and then he also finds a photo of Bianca's adoptive son, Armand, 
And so he goes to a Korean market. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Korean markets. Yes, they're amazing. And the people working there state that they've seen Armand before, but they've never seen Bianca. And that he should probably go check the morgue. And then unfortunately, when he goes to the morgue, he sees the body of Bianca, but doesn't tell the worker there that it's her. And I don't understand why. Yeah, like he doesn't claim the body. Like, yeah, I was like, you came here looking for your sister. Why didn't you claim the body? It'd be a lot shorter movie. But, like, he could still claim the body and still go get justice. The only reason I could see him not claiming the body is that he thinks that someone working there will, will like, snitch or something. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, if if you know the person you meant to kill is dead, why would you care if somebody came for the body? Yeah, I don't know. Movie logic. Yeah, um, it's one It's one of a few problems in this movie. Yes, yes. And so Jacob, distraught at this point, returns to his motel room and walks in on the concierge. Is that too fancy to call him? Cause... I was just going to call him like the motel manager. Yeah, let's call him the motel manager. Concierge yeah. is way too... Yeah, it's too fancy for him. It's too fancy for him. Well, he is engaging in sexual activities with, with a woman. With one of the tenants. With one of the tenants, yes. And so the concierge eventually leaves and gives Jacob his key back. Yeah, and he's like, oops, I'm going to put you in a different room. Yeah. He's like, this room, has, this room shows porn, so like, I can't leave. And, and then so he's upset at this point because, you know, he just found out his sister's dead. Plus, he just had to move rooms and walk in on two people engaging in sexual activities. Mm-hmm. And so he goes back to the car wash and beats the crap out of everyone there. With a bike chain. With a bike chain. Also, like, when when he beats up Zico, did he pour bleach on his open wound? He did sure that- did. He sure okay. did. Because, like, when he grabbed the bottle, it didn't, like, show what it was. And he just starts pouring it on the guy. And I'm just like, oh my It was God, most bleach? definitely bleach. It was in a white bottle. It was bleach. Bro, what a savage. And so he questioned Zico to ask, like, why did they kill him? Mm-hmm. And then Zico gives him a name. I don't remember the name. Do Me you either. remember? I don't either. And so he beats Zico up and he's like leaves a message with Zico telling him that he's coming for the people. And he said the title of the movie in the Yeah. Movie. He said, Tell him it's a message from, the, from king. the king. Da da da. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Jacob then returns to Trisha's house again to get more information about who Bianca was hanging out with and gets the name Frankie. And then while she is high slash drunk she yeah she's majorly under the influence yeah he steals her phone and texts frankie to come to the party and so frankie shows up and oh my goodness my jaw dropped to the floor because it was draco malfoy Malfoy. (laughs) he literally walked in i'm like oh my gosh it's malfoy well, if you've never watched a Harry Potter movie, Draco Malfoy is played by a, a actor named Tom Felton. Yes. And so 
Frankie comes, he realizes that Jacob is acting sketch. He keeps loudly telling him that he is a drug dealer, you know, all the things you don't do to a drug dealer. Yep, in a very public place where yeah. people can hear you. And so Frankie's like, I'm leaving. And so Jacob follows Frankie, beats him up, and demands um, answers about why Bianca was killed. Yeah, and to and see if she was connected with him in any way. Yeah, and so Frankie gives him the name The Duke. Yes. And tells him that the, and then Jacob is like, okay, tell The Duke I'm coming for him. I put here that The Duke sounds like a rejected Batman villain name because it's, you're not a, wrong. it's a bad name. It's, it's very vanilla for like what he does. Right? Like you're like, um peddling drugs and sex workers i'm pretty sure you should have a more menacing name than the duke yeah like someone comes up to you like all pissed and you're like you're here for my boss the duke the duke he was like oh does he work at disneyland right are you some scrawny little white boy gonna come up to me and try to push me over (laughs) and so we start following um the girl that Jacob found in his room with the motel manager. Yes. And she explains that she's doing it so that she can afford to live in the motel. Yeah, with her daughter. With her daughter. And then we learn that the girl's name is Kelly. How bizarre. Yep. <laughs> Whenever they said that, like, I, like, snapped my head up. I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's not me. And then while they're talking, he men- Jacob mentions that he saw Kelly's daughter. I don't remember seeing Kelly's daughter. Did you? No, you you see her for like a brief second when he first walks into the motel to his room. Really? Yeah, because it's it's Kelly and she's talking to another woman in like her doorway. And then there's like a smaller figure right between them. But you don't Uh, really see her. Okay, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah, like you, you see like the back of her head and that's about it. And so they become fast friends. Fast enough that the next day, Jacob literally asked to borrow Kelly's car. I know. And, like, asks her to hold his stuff. Yeah, he's like, hold my stuff, even though we just talked for, like, 10 minutes last night, and I don't know you. And let me take your car. Yeah, like, I would, I understand the, can you watch my stuff? Right. That, like, that, I can understand that. Yeah. But the car, even if you are getting paid, like. Right, like, that's, that's your only or... mode of transportation. Yeah. And she did that terribly because she never gets that car back. Um, And so he goes to go see Trish yet again. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that Alex and Bianca fought all the time and that he just left one night and Bianca left her stuff with Trish and asked her not to give it to Zico. Mm -hmm. And then while Jacob was rummaging through Bianca's things, he finds a dental card. Paul went with and then goes to the office, and he just so happens to go there when the Duke is leaving. Yes. So he calls the Duke. Doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything, just so that he can, like, verify that it's the Duke. Yes. Because at this point, he still has um, Trisha's phone, right? Or did he take someone else's phone? He took someone else's phone. He took Zico's phone. He took Zico's phone? Oh, okay. Yeah, because he used Trisha's phone to text Frankie. Oh, okay. And then he just, yeah. And so he goes to meet the man on the card, Dr. Wentworth. Mm-hmm. 
and um, the two of them go and they have a lunch. And Wentworth says that Bianca helped, that he helped Bianca find wealthy clients because she was into sex work to -hmm. pay off debts. And he's like, she's, and he's like, she's probably just hiding somewhere, trying to lay low. Like she'll, she'll turn up any day now. Which also, yeah. During that conversation, he's like telling Jacob like how he knows all of this information, and he's like, dentists are the gynecologists for men. Right. I didn't understand that. I was like, what does that mean? And then he explained it, and it made even less sense. Yeah, like there's no correlation between a dentist and a gynecologist. I mean, I guess both are orifices that need to be checked, but like that's it. Yeah, but also, like, why would you want to tell your deepest secrets to your gynecologist? You're never going to see have a gynecologist, but why would I <laughs> ever want to tell my secrets to a gynecologist? Like, yeah, and when I go to the dentist, I don't really tell them my life story. I just open my mouth, and then they tell me if I have a cavity or not. And most of the time, they're working in your mouth, so the most you can do is, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So how is, he, how is this man getting their secrets? <laughs> I think he just wanted to sound wise. Yeah, or like he wanted to sound like he's like, in the room where it happens and he's like i hear all this stuff i'm a fly on the wall oh my so, gosh i love both of those songs i know so good <laughs> fly on the wall is a miley cyrus song yeah and room, and room where, where it happens is from hamilton, hamilton. <laughs> check out both those songs if you yes. haven't already please do Okay, and then after the meeting, Jacob's like, this man is full of shit, because obviously he was. 100%. <laughs> and so he follows uh, Wentworth to a gym, a spa. Uh, I don't know, because he goes to some guy's office, and he said this is like his hour for himself, and he comes down to swim and like sit in a sauna. So I, I have no idea. Well, whatever. He goes and he meets up with Frank Leary, who is a politician. Mm-hmm. Who gives him information on hiring two hitmen? Yes, to get rid of Jacob. To get rid of Jacob. And then while still following um, Wentworth, they end up at the home of a wealthy producer, Mike Preston. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. can I just say, I don't think they were really in LA because how did Jacob and the dentist end up at both of those places with no traffic? Oh, true. That, like. Traffic. We we spoke about this last episode. Yes. There is traffic in LA at all hours of the day. Yeah, and it was midday. It was like, midday. That's the because they went to they go. went to lunch. So yeah. yeah, people are coming home from work. People are going out for the night right then. Like, and it looks like Mike lived in the Hollywood Hills, so like traffic on traffic. Plus, aren't those usually gated communities? Yeah. How did Jacob get whatever? Uh, yeah, and it, in his trashy yeah, New Mexico they w- car. Plus, he was black. They totally would have pulled oh him over. God. Yes. And then so um, Wentworth goes to Mike Preston and says, you need to give me the money for these hitmen. You need, you owe me $100,000 and then blackmails him for $750,000. And then he gets the $100,000 and then proceeds to put all of that money in his suit jacket. 
Yeah. How did, how did that? How's, how's that happening? Even if, he, even if he used $1,000 bills, how is that happening? Yeah, how is that happening? How are you fitting all of those bills? Like, I remember when him, like, handing the money to the dentist, and he, his, like, arms are full, and he's, like, trying to stuff money into pockets, and I'm like, ah. And he just, like, walks around his house with $100,000 on him? Like, what? Yeah, and who still has a safe in their house with all that money in there? Yeah, no. Aren't there, like, offshore accounts that you can... A bank something come on now and then um while we are at this house uh we see that mike has armin and immediately my heart sank because i was like this is not good yeah yeah like you it it, they refer to them as the boys Mm -hmm. which is never good it's never good they're playing in a pool the two boys and they're wearing speedos yeah they're wearing speedos they're like, I don't know how old they are from like, what, 11 to 15 maybe? Yeah, probably. No Nothing. boy 11 to 15 should should be or would want to wear a Speedo. Unless they are on a swim team and even then they wouldn't want to wear a Speedo. Exactly. So you knew from, from the get-go that there was something not good happening here. Exactly. And so um, Dr. Wentworth leaves and he notices the car the crappy car that jacob is driving i mean not surprising not surprising because he parked it right in the open yeah like it was a two-lane road and you see this trashy car in a really nice neighborhood yeah come on now it it throws up some signals yes and so while driving back to the motel jacob is pulled over by two cops and of course these two cops are the hitmen mm-hmm. and jacob somehow escapes yeah i don't i don't understand how that happened like these cops never used their guns which is smart because like those could be tracked yeah but like how did jacob like kick open his door like police doors don't have handles on the inside and i mean in the back and i don't remember the the opening the door the back door Oh, he didn't? I thought he was, like, about to open the door or, like, had his hand on the door to open it. Yeah. And, maybe, and then maybe he kicked it then, like, as soon as he opened it. Maybe. Because I didn't see, like, the action of him, like, pulling the handle. I didn't either. So I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, Jacob just immediately bust the door out. Like, he looked pretty fit in this movie, but I don't think you're fit enough to kick open a door like that. No one is. No. And so... While he's, like, dragging himself along, Kelly happens to stumble upon him, drags him into her motel room, and nurses him back to health almost instantaneously. Yeah, like, you see him sleeping, like, a few shots of him sleeping, and you, like, from what I could tell, it looked like only a few hours had passed. Yeah, because remember, people, he's only here for a week. Yeah. This entire (laughs) encounter happens in the span of a week. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like that. Yeah, it feels like this is minimum two months. (laughs) Yeah, none of the timelines are going to match. Yeah, and so then he's looking back through Bianca's things, which, why didn't he just, like, thoroughly look through all of her stuff at one time? Why is he constantly going back and forth looking through this stuff? Yeah, and, like, if your sister didn't, smoke or anything why didn't you like like look through stuff like 
thoroughly. Yeah. And so in um, a cigarette box, I don't know. I don't, a pack of cigarettes. I don't know. I don't smoke. Me neither. (laughs) He finds an SD card Mm -hmm. and then he takes it back to this Korean store, which just happens to have everything apparently because they had an electronic section. I mean, one-stop shop. Yeah. I mean, amazing. And so the worker looks at the SD card. It's encrypted, but he can get the audio. Which, how? Right? That made no sense. Yeah, like if you need a password <laughs> to just access the file in general, how did you bypass get the audio? Get the audio. And then when he's like, I can just get you the audio, it shows pieces of the video like it did it showed like fragments of the video which made even less sense yeah like i was just expecting him to press the play button and then like a reaction from jacob but no we get we get video too and so the video the audio doesn't really show anything you just hear bianca say to armand go with mike yeah and And then then just like general noises yeah and so jacob then throughout this this same korean store is able to buy materials to start making bombs (laughs) (laughs) a true one-stop shop honestly you want groceries we got it you want us to look through your sd cards and buy electronics we got you you want to make a bomb you got say no more you want some kimchi? We got it over in aisle one. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you would like, if you'd like to get some cash out, we have an ATM there. You can schedule a flight in the corner back. <laughs> we got everything. We have our um, we have our cruise director over here to the left. You want to get married? That's on the second floor. There's a small chapel. How about a, a fake passport? We got that in the basement. also you need like somebody to help you deliver your baby that's my mom's sister she works right next door exactly (laughs) exactly there's a door through the left there just go right in tell them we sent you and if you go into the alley you'll find our bowling alley (laughs) (laughs) and if you go to the truly back part of the store then we can get you some drugs but don't tell them we said that okay it's only the legal stuff. Prozac. Only, yeah. <laughs> only the stuff that you could get like over the counter, but like you need more of it. We got you. You know, that stuff that people drive to Mexico to get, we got it right here. We got it right here. Also, if you need your teeth pulled. Oh, yeah. Yep. Our cousin, he's a dentist. Yeah, it's a little shady. He's got some shaky hands, but he's good. But it's only $5. You'll be fine. Yeah, you're fine. And so um, Jacob heads over to Mike's house and forces Mike to unlock the SD card and plays the video. And it reveals that Bianca sold Armin to Mike to pay off um, her husband Alex's debts. Mm -hmm. And soon after she sold Armand to Mike, she finds out that Armand was sexually abusing Oh, whoa. Uh, no. Whoa. Sorry. No. Um, Mike was Mike. sexually abusing Armand. Armand. And, and Bianca tried to use the footage to get Armand out. Yes. 
you know, like leveraging it against yes. Mike, yes. but Mike was not having it. Oh my and, gosh. His, his whole response to that, to mm. like Jacob being like, I want Armand back. And, he, and Mike had the audacity to be like, Armand is happy here. He's happy here. Like, like I'm a decent guy. Like, no. I gave him food. I gave him clothes. You gave him a lot more. (laughs) Nothing that was needed or necessary at all. At all. In any situation. And so this pisses Jacob off. (laughs) Um, Rightly so. So he steals all of Mike's money out of the safe. He shoots Mike in the head. Plants a bomb in a packet of money. Mm-hmm. And this bomb is taken by Wentworth, and then Wentworth is taken by Duke's men. Yeah. And when After they op- he tries to double cross him. Yeah. And so when um, Wentworth opens the bag of money, it explodes and it kills Duke and Wentworth. Yay! And then um, he takes Armand with him. And Armand fights him the whole he time. He fights him the entire time. I was so confused. So like, was I. I was like, someone is trying to help you from being abused and you're going to fight them? Yeah, like the footage of you, like the look on your face. Right, you looked terrified. Fear. Like, and someone is giving you an out saying, I know like your stepmom or your mom, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. And I'm going to get you to safety. And you scream and fight? Right. And even after he's like, people are coming here to kill us, you're still screaming and fighting? Right. Like, I, I, I get that he could have groomed him. Yes. But then he says, people are coming here to kill you. Like, yeah. I think that would be enough motivation. Like, oh, okay, let's bounce. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand that whole thing. I know it's different for everybody. But come right. on, man. Not a psychiatrist. I yeah, I'm not. I don't understand how the mind yeah. works. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he gets out eventually. But oh, we'll get into uh, that. Yeah, we will. And so we go back to the hotel. And guess who happens to be there? Zico. Yes. He Zico attacked. with a weird plastic thing on his face. Oh my gosh, the plastic thing on his face. Do you know what that reminded me of? Have you it, seen I, Wonder Woman? Do you yes. remember Dr. Poison? It was the exact same mask. Really? Yes. For some reason, every time I saw him, Zico with like the, the things on his face, I just thought of Bane from, from, <laughs> from, from Batman. Batman. For some reason, because like they- like There's they a lot of Batman things. connections here. Yeah. And, but, and so Zico attacks Jacob. And during yeah. this, Armand runs away. Yeah. Also, Kelly comes home to see someone in her apartment. In her apartment with her child screaming and a man being attacked in her living room. So she knocks Zico over the head with a a pot. Coffee pot. Coffee pot, yes. Go off queen. And then uh, Jacob defeats Zico. And then he goes and runs after Armand but does not find him. Yeah, you just see his like running form. And yeah, that's about it. And so Armand's gone. Yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately. And then um, I'm guessing the next day or something yeah. like that. Jacob... Or maybe the rest of his week that he's supposed to be there. Yeah, 
no idea. I don't have a real concept of time in the smoothie, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jacob drops Kelly and his daughter off. Oh, her daughter <laughs> at the bus station <laughs> with all the money he stole from Mike. Good for her. And sends them back to Kelly's native north, or uh, what was it, New Mexico? I think so. I, I feel don't like because I feel like she had New Mexico plates on her car, right? Yeah, she did. Okay, let's say she went. They went to New Mexico. Yeah. And then he gives them the bag of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's just a lot of money. Yeah. And then either that same, I think it's that same day, because he was wearing the same outfit. He goes back. I mean, he kind of wears the same outfit the whole time. That's what makes it even more confusing. Yeah. Like, I loved his jacket, and the outfit was nice. But I'm just like, what is, what? It really made the concept of time very hard. Yeah. Like, didn't he get beat up in that outfit? Like, wouldn't there be scratches? Blood. Blood. Yeah. Well, either way, at the end of yeah. the movie, Jacob returns home to South Africa, and it's revealed that he is not a cab driver. He is Surprise. a detective. Yes, he is. And I guess a highly regarded detective because they literally saluted him when he got there. Yeah, he had like a police escort. And then they ask how his sister is, and he says she's fine. Yeah. What? What's I, the deal with that? I really just want to know what what all the secrets see is with Bianca. Like, what's the problem here? Like, his little brother, like, there's three of them, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, His little brother is part of, like, a a bad gang. Yeah. And he was in jail. And I'm sure a lot of people know about that. And you can't tell people that your sister That your sister was murdered? Right. You don't don't even have to say why. You could just say she was murdered. Or you didn't even have to say she was murdered. He could have been just all like, oh, yeah, well, something, she got into a car accident. And I yeah. had to, like. And so <sighs> it's not lost on me that he literally left his little sister sitting in a morgue. Yeah, like. And you he, know, after a while, they're just going to cremate her. Yeah. And then, like, what happened to that bond that he was, like, talking about in the middle of the movie to Kelly? Like, It was not that strong because it was not. he left her. He could have at least taken her body back. At the very least, given her a least. proper burial. Right. Like, no one's going to ask why you're taking a body back to your homeland. Like, they'll just be like, oh, you're here to claim your sister, of course. Right? Like, we'll we understand. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. Like, no, he, homeboy leaves her in an L.A. morgue. Yeah, it was, it was something. Well, that was the movie. That was the movie. That was the movie. Um, are you ready for the movie facts? Hit me with them. Since this movie is um, relatively unknown, there are not that many. Not surprising. The <laughs> first one is that Chadwick Boseman um, based his Black Panther accent on this character. I heard that. Yeah, it sounded the same. Yeah. And then the next one is that Chadwick Boseman and the man who played Mike, Alfred Molina, were both in Marvel movies. Yes. Chadwick Boseman played Black Panther in the MCU movies, and Alfred played Doc Ock in 2004's Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Also, like the the whole cast. Like, I feel like... Everybody who came in, I was like, oh, I recognize them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
Because the girl who played Kelly, wasn't she in, like, I Am Number Four? Yeah, like, I saw her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's from I Am Number Four. And she's from Dead Bodies. Oh, no, Warm Bodies. With the uh, Oh, the zombie movie? Yes, where she falls in love with the zombie. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, that was her. Yes. So, overall, I'm just going to say my piece first. Um, This is not an iconic movie. Yeah. It's, It's not... It's not completely terrible, and it's not great. It's just one of those middle-of-the-road movies for me. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Um, it's a good Netflix movie. Yeah, yes. It's a good Netflix movie. Yes. Um, it um, has that Netflix cinematography, which is bad. Yeah, I felt like it was blurry, for like 50% of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it I had think. this weird like gray tint to it. Yeah, like I get that LA is smoggy and like they had that haze going on, but I feel like the haze continued no matter where. The, no matter where we were, was. it was hazy. Yeah, like Netflix, what's up with your cinematography? Yeah, they just needed to step that up and it would have, and fill in a couple of the plot holes and it would have been a great movie. Yeah, I feel like we're never really given enough information about what's going on. We truly aren't. I feel like we get some plot points like, oh, Bianca is in some bad stuff. Oh, she has a kid now. All right. And then we're dragged to a, doc- a dentist and you're like, oh, what? And then there's right? a corrupt politician and you're like, wait. And we, and we only see that corrupt politician once. Once. Like he threatens him and that's it. And that's and it. Like, I was like, what else do you bring to this story? Yeah. And then the whole the whole movie producer guy, he has all these people in his house, and that, that's not explained. Right? Where'd that other boy come from? Yeah. And who are those two other people that are in the house? Who knows? Like, I think one of them is his assistant. Yeah, one of but, them. But there the was guy a... Who, the guy who greets... Um, uh, the dentist. Like, who is that? Right? Who, who was that? What's his purpose? I just felt, I just felt very confused. Was he another place. underage boy? Yeah. Right. Or, or... In which case, did no one know? Because he had him answering the door. So does no one in Hollywood know that he has underage boys living with him? Right. Does no one, like, come to his house and, like, hey, man, I need to, like, see you for like this movie talk or whatever or let's have a party at your place yeah just overall with this movie i have more questions than answers yeah and i like the first i don't know five ten minutes of this movie there's like zero dialogue really yeah except just a lot of walking and la scenes Mm -hmm. so it was this is a type of movie that you watch because you're curious this is not like oh, this is like my favorite movie or you should watch it for this plot point. It's more of a, uh, oh, this sounds interesting. Right, I need something to watch tonight. Let's put this on. I'm doing laundry. I need something to play in the background. Let's just put this on. I will say great acting performances though. Yes. Yes. Like they should have been in a better movie because they all acted well together. They all had great chemistry. And like, uh, like all the emotions and like how they deliver things it's just like if this was more fleshed out I'd, I'd be 100% okay with this yeah so do you have any recommendations for this week I do 
Okay. My recommendation came this morning because I got like I got this bop in my head and then I was like, oh man, I can't remember what it is. And then like I looked up the lyrics, but I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a throwback. It's a uh, case of the X, what you gonna do? Now what is it that you want? Yes! yes! I love that song. Oh, that's, so that's our recommendation. If y'all haven't heard that, get on it real quick. And if yes. you have never heard of Maya, get on that real quick too. Yes, it's spelled M-Y-A. Yes. She's, she's amazing. She's, oh, amazing. I love her so much. Um, so I have two recommendations for this week. Ooh, okay. My first one is that the second season of The Boys comes on Amazon Prime this week. Ooh. It's very good. It's like a superhero show. Love it. And then my second recommendation is the show Lock and Key on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's about three siblings who discover a number of mysterious keys throughout their house so that they can that um, can be unlocked through various doors in magical ways. Mm -hmm. It is great. Um, not enough people are watching it. There's not a lot of hype on it. There's not. And there's a season two coming out soon, you know, whenever they're allowed to start filming again. Mm. And I am, this is my campaign. <laughs> I am on the lock and key campaign. Everyone watch it. This is a PSA, drop what you're doing. Watch it. It's a good supernatural kind of horror type show. Get your spooky on. Get your spooky. Yeah, it's spooky season. We're getting close to spooky season. September is tomorrow. September is tomorrow. It is officially spooky season. It's official. Summer is dead. It's gone. We've buried her. I mean, she wasn't really here to begin with this year. I mean, we got that heat wave though for like two weeks. Oh yeah, so summer. Was, summer. Like Summer like was evil in, this year. Like, hey, how y'all doing? She was like, like, hey, no, you like, can't go anywhere, so let right. me burn you in your house. <laughs> let me make this place unlivable. Yep, so that's it for this week. Follow us on our Twitter and our Instagram. Yeah, check us out. At S-Y-T-Y-I podcast. Or you can send us some movie recommendations. Yes, do it. We will, fit, we will need those. You can send it at our Twitter, Instagram, or our email at sytyipodcast at gmail.com. Yes, tell us whether it's a good iconic, bad iconic, or let us figure it out for ourselves. Yeah, we love opinions. Yes, we do. Lord we knows we have just, them. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we just love to give them out. That's why we started this. Yes. So don't forget to wear your mask and wash your hands. Practice safe distance. Yes. And stay iconic. Stay iconic. Stay iconic. Bye. Bye.